Faith, Hope and Love, episode 293, the second Sunday of Easter, the Sunday of Divine Mercy, Year B. This Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday, in which we recall the absolute mercy and love that Jesus has for all humanity. Today we know our Lord is certainly worth trusting in, and all his promises are true, and we can thank St. Thomas for asking Christ to confirm this for all future generations, including us here and now. This is Faith, Hope and Love. You must long for the pure spiritual milk that in him may grow to salvation. Alleluia! In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and happy Easter season, as we continue to be united in Christ wherever we are, Our Lord promises to be with us always, through everything. To prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us call to mind our sins. (music) 
Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Let us pray that God will increase our faith. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace 
was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. The Word of the Lord Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love is everlasting. Let the family of Israel say, His love endures for ever. Let the family of Aaron say, His love endures for ever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures for ever. The Lord's right hand has triumphed, His right hand raised me up. I shall not die, I shall live, And recount His deeds. I was punished, I was punished by the Lord, but not doomed to die. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord, we rejoice and are glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, His love is everlasting. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. The Word of the Lord Alleluia Alleluia, Alleluia.
You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me. Happy those who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. After eight days his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord History is full of nicknames. There's Charles the Bald, Bloody Mary Tudor, and one of my favourites is the one given to a rather inept 10th century English monarch. He was not prepared to ascend to the throne, he wasn't prepared to ward off the invading Danes, and he wasn't prepared for the treachery of his own nobles whom he trusted. He was not prepared for the challenge of Canute the Usurper. And so he is remembered as Ethelred the Unready. So today we come to another well-known person with a fairly famous nickname, Thomas the Doubter. A man slow to believe, showing readiness to doubt, seeking the dark side of any question and subject to despondency. But can Thomas be given the benefit of the doubt? We have just three instances in all of the scriptures where we meet and form an opinion of Thomas. He is a doubter in the opening half of the third incident. So this gives him a 16 and two-thirds percent record already. But what about the other instances that reveal something about his nature? which we have chosen not to make up a nickname. Jesus had been at the temple in Jerusalem teaching, 
when he said things like, the Father and I are one. And the Pharisees got very angry at hearing this. They heckled him and tried to stone him, and they attempted to arrest him. But he and the disciples escaped northwards towards Jordan. Then they get news of Lazarus's illness, and Jesus said, Let's go back to Judea, into the lion's den, really. The disciples reminded him, But they want to stone you there. To strengthen their faith, Jesus wants to return and raise Lazarus from the dead. The record declares that only one disciple responded to Jesus. Thomas. He'll go to Bethany with Jesus. He says to the other disciples, Let's go and die with him. He's not doubting here. He's demonstrating total commitment. And he goes one step further and addresses the weak faith and lack of courage of the other disciples. But to die with him? Is Thomas a pessimist or is he a realist? The likelihood of arrest and death is very real. Perhaps he's a great theologian. Has he understood that Jesus must die so as to rise? We know that the disciples return with Jesus and Lazarus is restored to life. And with that miracle comes the great teaching of Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who dies believing in me shall live again. And anyone who lives his or her faith in me shall never die. Again, Thomas is the prompt to produce one of the great teachings of Jesus. Jesus warned his disciples that one of them would betray him, and then he said, I give you a new commandment. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, so you must love one another. If you can do this, everyone will recognize that you are indeed my disciple. He also speaks of going to a place for his friends, to prepare a place for them, and that he will return to take them with him. Already you know where I'm going and how to get there. But Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus responds with the fullness of his teaching, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Without Thomas's question, perhaps we would never have been given the teaching which is at the very heart of our Christology. And so in today's Gospel passage, Thomas moves from normal doubt to a reaffirmation of his already deep faith. The stock responses to the manifestation of the risen Jesus are incredulity and unbelief. The disciples simply cannot believe it, and they're also fearful for their lives. The doors were shut for fear of the Jews when Jesus appeared in their midst and said, Peace be with you. And then he gives them the gift of his spirit. But Thomas was not with them. Where was he? Well, we already know that he's not a coward. Had he already begun the mission of spreading the good news despite the risks? Had he commanded the whole idea as being useless? However, he comes back to join the others. He's right to doubt the testimony of the unbelieving, scared disciples. So he lays down his terms. Perhaps he's negotiating with God. I'm out here doing the tough work, so you better make doubly sure that I have all the proof I need. It's then he comes to a very deep and rational faith. My Lord and my God. Doubt is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a necessary thing. Jesus did not rebuke Thomas for rejecting, for a time, what was an illogical belief in Christ's resurrection. 
Honest doubt is a far better thing in the church than pious gullibility. Our credibility has suffered enough from those claiming every unexplained phenomenon as a miracle or, or an apparition. Honest doubt is the most effective instrument with which to meet the challenge of the mind of superstition and so keep our faith pure and undefiled. Thomas is a modern man. He has a scientific mind and he uses the brain God has given him. He also comes finally to deep faith. Hope for our questioning youth. The doubting incident of Thomas closes with the most encouraging words for us. Jesus says, Thomas, you have believed because you have seen. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Can we really hear the power of those words? Blessed are we because we have not seen and yet we believe. Go on wondering and we go on doubting. And yet we still believe that he is risen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We gather like the early church to pray for all people. That the church will always be faithful to the teaching of the apostles. Lord, hear us. That all communities will be built on Christ, who is the cornerstone. Lord, hear us. That we will all understand the dignity and responsibility of being daughters and sons of God. Lord, hear us. For all who are suffering, particularly those who are ill. Lord, hear us. That we will always allow the word of scriptures and the sacrament of the Eucharist to challenge and change our lives. Lord, hear us, that the dead, particularly those who have died from this pandemic and all who mourn them, that they will be raised up to life in the Spirit, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us.
Lord God, you have given us the Holy Spirit to prompt our prayers. We humbly ask you to hear us and grant our requests through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but on this day, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying, he has destroyed our death, and by rising, restored our life. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers, with the angelic hosts, sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, 
all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. 
Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Bring your hand and feel the place of the nails, and do not be unbelieving but believing. Alleluia, Alleluia. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for uniting in prayer and reflection for this wonderful feast of the second Sunday of Easter. And may God's mercy, love, health and peace be with you and have a wonderful grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer. Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelp, 2020. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. This day I will arrive.